welcome back to the Kisses and Conversations podcast. And I am your host, Deprina, and we got... I'm April. How y'all doing? And I'm Ashley Ray. Hey. All right, y'all. So y'all know it's the Kisses and Conversations podcast. This is our summer series. So y'all know we're going to get straight to the point today. So basically, we're going to be changing our subject up a little bit. We was going to have a couple in here to talk about how they met over quarantine, but we decided to push that back a little bit. So what we're going to do today is we thought it was really important to discuss a little bit about abuse in dating relationships and y'all know why because of the whole situation that recently been going around you know in the news and in the blogs about megan the stallion and tori lands so basically just a quick overview of the story because everybody basically know what it is at this point tori lands and megan the stallion megan the stallion basically just left a party apparently allegedly from kylie jenner's house we have they have video footage of that and then something happened first it was told that a piece of glass was in megan's leg got hit in megan's leg and then tory lance apparently had a gun and he got arrested for gun possession that's all we heard at first then megan came out and said she got shot in the foot then you get the comedy meme of the signs when you're in a toxic relationship and maybe why why some people tend to get in these type of relationships, whether it's they want, you know, the person that they're dating to like them or do they think they could change a person. So that's the overview of the story, but we're going to just go ahead and jump right in it. So a lot of times we know we only know so much about relationships, what we see in front of us. Whether it's what our, you know, our parents, their type of relationships that they had or what they dealt with, cousins, friends, or whatever. All these things that we learn about relationships is from people around us. So that that's basically the, the, the premise of this whole story. Ashley, what you think about this? All right. So because it's not uncommon for black girls to have, you know, like a spicy relationship with their mom as far as like verbally, it's kind of like you feel like, well, if my mom can say this to me and I know that my mom loves me, then it's okay for this person to say that. Like, that doesn't mean that, you know, he doesn't love me. So we have like a very skewed vision of what love is and what we should accept. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like we're set up to accept toxicity from the very beginning because many of us have not, you know, experienced what love is, what it should look like, and how you should be treated. So it's up to you to set those boundaries of what you can deal with and what you cannot deal with or what you don't want to deal with. You know what I mean? So before it even gets to the escalation of someone physically harming you, verbal abuse is enough for me. Like, no, we we can't, we won't be doing that. What do you think, Debrina? Well, for me, I mean, just like you said, it's a lot of stuff that comes from examples that we see around us. But at the same time, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to pinpoint those signs. And as far as this situation goes with um, Meg and, and, and Tori, I hope, cause this is, to me, I feel like this is not one of those situations where, oh, we had an argument, it's our business, we got back together. No, that man shot you. And if he shot you in the foot this time, he gonna shoot you somewhere else next time. Somewhere else where he probably don't want somebody else to want you. He might shoot you in the arm. He might shoot you in the stomach. He might shoot you in your face. 
You know, that if, if you ever needed a sign of an abusive relationship, getting shot is probably the ultimate sh- the ultimate sign. Okay. And as far as her being famous, I, I really think it's really tasteless that people start making memes about her getting shot. And then Drea, I guess, she, I don't know if she was trying to be funny. I don't know if she thought it was cute to say, oh, I want somebody to shoot me as if somebody shooting you is some hardcore sign of love. Like that was like completely confused when she supposed to be, she supposed to be up there raising a whole little boy. Who was Drea? Exactly. What career did you have? Exactly. She a reality TV star. So everything she do is supposed to be entertainment. And I just, I seen that, I seen her do that comment, like they had a snippet of it on Twitter. And I was like, who, who, who raised you? Like, why would you say that? And then it was like immediately, I, I mean, like literally immediately right under her, her video was Meg going off like, this is my real life. And that's what I think a lot of people, I always say this, a lot of people tend to see our favorite singers, our favorite actors and stuff on TV. So we just really look at them like they're just those, they're just characters. But sometimes we tend to forget that they are actual people they at the humans. end of the day. They are humans. They they have broken hearts, they be in an abusive relationship and they, you know, they need to be protected just like a regular person out here in these streets, you know? And sometimes people tend to not see them like that and they think it's funny. Like, I couldn't even believe like 50 Cent even made a joke about her getting shot, like running. And it's like, I'm not hearing, I'm seeing all these memes and these jokes talking about Meg, but why aren't I hearing anything about Tori being XYZ or Tori being abusive? Being mentally disturbed. Because how could you even, and this is my thing, whether it was, it could have been Meg or it could have been one of his homeboys. Why are you that escalated in your emotions that you feel you have to shoot some, that is some whole ass shit. And I'm trying to figure out where is it, where is he from? I should have looked that up. Where is he from? Because you don't, you don't do that. Like, and then if that was a guy, like, okay, let's just say it was one of his homeboys. You shoot, you shoot him, you're gonna die. Cause you don't shoot somebody. You shoot to kill. You don't shoot somebody to calm them down. Like, what is, what is actually happening in his mind? How are you, this is what my, is mind boggling to me about these celebrities. Like, you have the career. You have the money. This is what you've been striving for, right? But yet you make these piss poor decisions. So your mind is not right. So you have these things, but your mind is not even balanced enough to be able to handle your own emotions. Are you kidding me? I guess that's how they do it in Canada, girl. Cause he a Canadian rapper. He about- well, that's not how they do it in Canada. That's how I know. I mean, I know Ashley, you're very being very passionate about it, but I I mean I take all of this with granted. So that's why I said I just wanna know what those little details were because all of this that we're saying is is sort of kind of an assumption, right? Because I, I haven't heard Meg say that she was dating. Um Right, that's what I said. Like I don't I don't know. <laughs> And friends, and maybe you know, sometimes your friends say something like, What you say, nigga? What you say about my mama? Yeah, but you're not <laughs> you know gonna kill them unless you're gonna kill them. That's what I'm saying. You don't put right, them but then, if you're not gonna kill somebody. And I'm not making excuses, but then again, they were 
Everybody was probably lit. Coming from a party in the Hollywood Hills. I'm lit right now. Marijuana over that way. Probably done had some ed edibles. Probably was drinking. Emotions on high. You know what I'm saying? So something that somebody that could say that that you normally probably wouldn't get upset about sober when you're high, probably like, what? What? <laughs> you know what so, I mean? So would you say that it is a possibility that this whole thing went down because there was some sort of abuse going both ways, but Meg ain't bring the strap? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody ain't give her the message to bring the strap. Under the influence, I feel like, every, you know, everything that we're saying is speculation because we're talking about as if they were in a relationship, but nothing is confirmed that they were actually in a relationship. No, I'm they not saying just... that, April. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that they have to be in a relationship. I said even as a friend, that's still, that's yeah. still a connection. That's a role. I'm not about to shoot my fucking friend. Remy Ma, yeah, right. even if my friend did spill $4,000 or whatever the fuck it was out of my purse, I'm not about to shoot you. Bitch, Remy Ma, now we might fight. Willis. <laughs> like, I'm gonna fight before I, I what shoot. What are you saying? Like, I'm not, thinking of, I'm not thinking about shooting you. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand on any level. Anybody that you care about. Why would shooting them be on your mind? Why Why would that even be on your mind? Why do you even have a gun in Hollywood Hills? You're not a, in the south side of Chicago. You're not on the east side of Detroit. You're in Hollywood Hills. Crazy. That's, 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 that's the part, I guess, we, we really can't, like you said, we don't have all the details. We really don't know. But that's the part I just cannot understand the whole shooting, because for me, I just feel like just to even point a gun at somebody, there has to be a level of hate there. Right. No, no, no type of love, no type of like, no type of care. You just, I mean, like, that, I wonder if he has a history of anger management issues. Right. Could have medical records. Yeah, exactly. It's just like. That's just it's so crazy to me. And it's like, you know, outside of, you know, all the stuff that's going on with, with Meg, I wonder, because I haven't really heard too many people even even going down, like like going hard on Tori or any of that. And so I'm like, I wonder, is there any coming back for this thing for Tori? Like, is he still going to sell albums? Is he still going to, you know, sell out whatever concerts? Or do people really? Well, look. Breezy, look at Breezy. I mean, it's been about 10 years since time that out. situation. Time out. Time. This is what this is what we're not gonna do. How old <laughs> was Chris Brown? 19? How old is Tory Lane? He is 32 years old. He an old man. Okay. Did Chris Brown have a moment where he he had a break from reality? Absolutely. But that was made very clear by both him and Rihanna. Rihanna said, I've hit him several times, all the time, and that's never happened. She literally said, he snapped, and it was like, it was not him. She literally said that. And see, that's Rihanna why- very open and honest about that. She always was. Well, I'm not talking about what he did in this sense. We're talking about his career. Well, they tried to, they tried to ruin Chris Brown's career. Have a snap back because of this. I think and, and I use Ron as an example because yes, he 
even though the situations, they were similar, but they were different. You know, Chris Brown didn't pull a gun out on Rihanna. However, his career, right, still was able to transcend beyond what had happened. It took him a little hard for that because they really, you know, they really were trying to ruin Chris Brown as a whole. When I say they, I mean the media, sponsors, all of that. They were really trying to ruin his career. I get it, but he did do what he did. He did, he did but what he's saying is he sought help after that. It does not. It doesn't help a person. This is what this is. My, this is my problem with society. Well, they want us to be able to have redemption. We're supposed to be able to redeem ourselves through the things that they say that we're supposed to do. So that's therapy and whatever other type of punishment that is. So once that person goes through that that stage where they are trying to become a new person, it does not help to continuously try to beat them down and pin shit on them. And that's what I mean when there is a difference because that's what they did to Chris Brown. I, I, I get what you're saying. Well, I get what you're saying, but this is early in Tory Lane's situation because he'll he'll probably have his time and he'll probably get run through the mud and all that stuff when he try to come back and sell records and things like that. Like this is pretty early. You say you saying all the stuff that Chris Brown did, but Tory Brown or Tory Brown, Tory Lane's has yet to do any of that. Right. I mean, saying, I feel like he does have a chance to come back because if you. If you show remorse and you do the things that the, that the court or whomever asks you to do in order to become a better person so this doesn't happen again, you learn from your experience, like that is rehabilitation. That's the word I was looking for. That's the whole so point of it. Like, you, do you know what I mean? That's, that's the whole what, point of That's what I'm saying, um, Ashley, is that I'm using Chris Brown's situation as an example, you know, where he, he physically, you know, harmed a black woman. He got drug through the media, he had to do community service, all kinds of things. And through that process, because it's been about 10 years since that has happened, he's had children, he has grown from that, right? So this, now, Tory Lanez wasn't as young as Chris Brown when he got started in his popularity, but Tory, Tory Lanez is fairly a new artist. He's been around since, what, 2014, maybe? 2020? I, I couldn't even tell you. And he's 27, by the way. He's 27. Yeah. So... So I feel like he's still pretty early in his career, kind of like how Chris Brown was. Chris Brown probably would have been, had brought about five, six years in the game when that stuff happened with Rihanna. There's time. I, th I feel like we can use Chris Brown's situation as an example that, that he could probably, if he does the right things and he shows remorse and he actually is proactive about doing that, not only with his fans and his audience, but also just with the community, you know, I think there he could come back from it. I said that. Oh, well, we talked. So y'all saying the same thing? <laughs> but when I meant, no, as soon as I mentioned it, oh, yeah, she's you know. jumping on me like, oh, no, no, no. That was different. Chris Brown and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I was not about to get shot. It's totally different. I was like, yeah. I'm like, we're not talking about what they did. We're talking about the careers. Like, it's a similar situation. But you can't that talk about the careers without talking about what actually happened there a all of those things play a factor what happened your age all all of that that plays a major factor i'm just saying that they totally continue to scrutinize him during his time of rehabilitation whereas we haven't seen that yet for tory lane but everybody deserves the chance to be rehabilitated and then reintroduced in their career because that's the point of rehabilitation allegedly but people really don't feel like that but that's what that's how the system is supposed to set up to be. 
So basically, yeah, right. so basically, if Tory Lance has that chance to go through some type of rehabilitation, right? And stuff, like, like, uh, pretty much like all the stuff Chris Brown did, then eventually he probably he probably could, you mm-hmm. know, come back from this or whatever the case. But now let's 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 also note that Chris Brown made a lot of mistakes along the way in trying to rehabilitate not only himself but his career in the process too. Yeah. He made a lot of mistakes. You know what I mean? So I think um, Tory Lanez could take a page out of Chris Brown's book on some of the things or what not to do on his journey. Well, he should do better because he's 27 and not 19, actually. Yeah. Because Chris Brown being 19 and trying to come back from that, I mean, you young. I mean, you still doing a lot of stuff and getting involved. But Tory Lanez being 27, you know, it just makes me wonder is there going to be other stories before he got famous where some situations like this, you know? Oh, artist. He hasn't been famous that long. And again, right. he's in Canada. What happened when you was 19 and 20? You know, yeah. you didn't just get like this. You don't just wake up in the morning all of a sudden and you enter a new relationship and you choose somebody. Some other crazy stuff had to happen that we don't know about his life because it's not like Tory Lanez is one of those famous people who you know, grew up with Snoop Dogg, like Bow Wow did, or was hanging around Hollywood. This dude was in Canada. He wasn't even hanging with Drake. Yeah. Nobody knows him. We don't know nothing about him before he came famous. You I'm know? I'm a Canadian citizen, so don't be dating Canada. So I'm curious to see how this, this journey will be with him, but at the same time, I, for on Megan's side, I really feel for her. I would hope that we can hear more of the story, even though I know, of course, it's not our business, but I would love to hear more of the story as time goes on and that what people would like kind of see it more so from her side or from both of their sides, whatever the case may be. But I really think that people really should remember that at the end of the day, you know, people are still human at the end of the day. And you can't say, you know, protect black women and then shoot black women in their feet. Like, and then make fun of that, though. That's what I'm like. Everything, I get it. Like, I feel like Black people, we turn our pain into jokes. You yeah, know what I mean? But at the end of the day, that shit is not funny. I didn't think anything was funny about that. Like, and Meg, Meg is a young girl. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, she's young, and you do something like this to her, and you think it's nothing about being, listen, being shot, being shot at, hearing gunshots. It's all very traumatizing. It's very, very traumatizing. I feel really bad for her because, you know, it's not. And then her mom is deceased because I'm sure that's who she would be talking about, talking to about this. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's really sad. I really hope that she has a full recovery and that she's a stronger um, person because of this situation and maybe be able to help someone. You know, in a situation, I'm just really looking forward to the full story coming out so that we can know what is what and stop, you know, alleging whatever the case may be. I really want to know what happened. So, I guess only time will tell. All right. So, ladies, what would you say for now? What's your last words or... Um, advice for women that might be, you know, listen to this or even 
again, people tend to forget that men can be in abusive relationships too. What yeah. is some advice for people who are dating, just starting to date somebody, maybe they really like them, uh, maybe they really think it could go somewhere. You know, some people tend to think that they could change people. What is some advice? <laughs> people, <laughs> don't give me that look, Ashley. <laughs> what is some advice that you can give these women, because my my only advice is know your worth. That's all I could say is know your worth. Yeah. So what would you say I, is your advice, um, April? Well, I, what you said, some people think that they can change people, but Maya Angelou always said, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Um, and I think that is key. If there's something that is off that you are not feeling, I think a lot of women a lot of times we're a little bit more lenient about the things that we want and don't want. Um, but you have to have standards. And if there's something that you don't like, you don't have to accept that. Like from anybody, you ain't gotta accept nobody's stuff. So my thing is that when they show you something, like believe it. <laughs> ain't no changing that, ain't no getting over that. You ain't gonna get used to that. That is who that person is. And if they, if you can't, Accept that shit. Don't accept it. Um, my advice would be to listen to the the small voice that that tells you things that's within you. So it's like your intuition that says, you know, don't do this. But you like, I'm gonna go because it's no, it's not a big deal because that's really your intuition telling you that something is off. But our um our louder voice, which is, which I consider our ego, will talk us into doing whatever it is that the little voice, the quiet voice is telling you not to do. So always listen to your intuition and your gut feelings, because even though you may not understand why you're thinking that or why you're feeling that, it's a reason. You gotta remember that we only really use like 30% of our actual brain. So that is really a part of your brain telling you that you shouldn't be doing something. That's making you self-aware that something is off. So if you feel like something is off or something is not right, follow that and, and stick to it. Know what you can deal with. You can't change anybody. Somebody has to want to change for themselves. Not because you want them to, because believe me, you will be in a world of bullshit. If it's something that you don't want to deal with, if it's something that you feel like is a deal, a deal breaker, it is a deal breaker. Let it go. Because the longer you spend time trying to, um, what's the word I want to use? Trying to accept this thing about this person or tell yourself it's not that big of a deal, you're just making, you're prolonging your own process and then you're just making it harder to dismiss this person because then you're calculating the time that you've spent on the situation. So, Go with your first mind, know what your deal breakers are, know yourself, because that's the only way you're gonna know your worth. If it's something that you feel like you can't deal with, let that shit go. That's the best advice that I could ever give anybody. Let it go, because at the end of the day, you can love and like them, but you gotta love and like yourself just a this much more. You're the prize, remember that. And that goes for men too, I always say this, like. If you're dating a girl and she shows signs that she's crazy, you know what I mean? Like, both of my parents always told me, don't hit anybody unless I want to get hit back, male or female, okay? So, if you're dealing with a chick and she put, she's putting her hands on you, or she makes you so mad, and then when you flip out on her, and not flip out as in hitting her, but like, go off, she says things like she's gonna call the police, 
let that hell go today. Because anybody who's going to call the police on you, you do not need in your life at all. Because we know that police what? Escalate the situation. Yes, they do. So that's for both sides, men and women. You don't like it, don't deal with it. You don't got to. It's a, it's a million people. It, it, it's so many people in the world. So many different experiences that you so can have. And once you let go of something that you think that you really like or love, and then you realize like, damn, it really wasn't even all that. A lot of times it's, times it's our own minds telling us that we want to do this thing. Like it's not even a real uh, positive or strong attraction that you have towards them. It's what you have your mind set on. So if you can remember that, like, listen, I can't even tell you how hard it has been to get out of certain situations or to let certain people go. But then when you do, you feel so much lighter. And I'm like, well, damn, I could have been doing this, this, and this. Like, the next experience is always better. So I'll just put it that way. That's it. That's all I got. That was a lot, I feel like. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. We just gonna blame it on the market. We're gonna get this together. <laughs> We're on a row, and I'm loving it, y'all. So... You guys, that was our topic for tonight. Again, next week, uh, well, you know, the next show, we're going to try to get our couple back on here, but we thought it was really important to have this discussion today. So next time, you, girl, we'll girl. catch us talking to a couple that met during quarantine, and I mean, they're still going <laughs> strong, so it's going to be a very interesting show. Um, make sure you guys stay tuned all summer long to the end of the summer. We got some good topics coming up. Um, over the next few weeks, over the next few episodes, make sure y'all check out our Facebook page, join our Facebook groups, our all our social media. We out chair. Y'all can find us. We not hiding. Thank you guys for listening to Kisses and Conversations podcast. Smooches. Smooches. <laughs>